Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. So chilling what we're learning about this data and how badly... Tequila. I have to move from water to tequila. It's shocking. It's shocking what this administration is doing. I mean, we've sort of, you know, you've had Jared Kushner being responsible for now. This is the umpteenth scandal within a scandal that he's now responsible for. And yet we continue because it it just looks like no one's, he's not accountable to anybody. Jared Kushner does not answer to anybody. Well, as far as we can tell. we don't know. Everybody's afraid of him. He gets to do whatever he wants. Uh, it, it, it's um, <laughs> what, he's horrible. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have to say something. And someone caught this in the comments. And also I caught it when he was talking about, you know, how Burks is threatening these hospitals and these, uh, you know, and the administrators at hospitals are, are, can be doctors as well. Or you have the head of, you know, the head the chief, you know, whatever, uh, MD is the one that's actually ordering supplies and ordering things. But based on, you know, now that we know that that's coming in, that they're not getting their money unless they report numbers, unless they give the data that Burks wants. This now is the decipher for Donald running around on the campaign trail starting a couple days ago and saying doctors are profiting off of the COVID right it's always when he says that it's always his spin on their own corruption that they're doing right that's what i that's this what i posted important. when i posted this that is it was exactly corruption. right right and that's so that when that when this truth comes out when this reporting comes out of holy shit they were threatening hospitals um saying we're not going to give you medicare money medicaid money we're not going to give this up to you until you give us what we want that and burks was a heavy on all of that mm. that Donald gets to take that and spin that into, hey, they're profiting off of high COVID numbers. You know, that's what this is all about. They're out to get me because they make money off of this. That's his preemptive offensive bullshit strike on when the reporting actually hits that holy fucking shit, they were they were leveraging these hospitals in the middle of a pandemic. They were blackmailing them. They were that was that's a heavy. In the mob we call that the heavy. That's someone that comes in that says, give us what we want, or we're going to fucking beat the shit out of you, right? Or we're going to withhold what you want from us, or we're going to rain hell down on on your business, on your family, on whatever it is. Um, so That's what it looks like that, to me. That's what, I mean, that's what it looks that's like what to me. That's what it is. That's what he's talking about. And he's lying, Dude. obviously, but he's he's <laughs> going to get away with it because he's there's enough confusion about this that he'll throw that into the mix because he preempts he's it. He's reframing it. it. He's framing it in a certain way so that when the when the truth comes out, right, which mm-hmm. is coming out now, um, you did it for the money. Play. They did yeah. it for the money. Now let me give you the statute behind that because I've already uh, looked this up. Because as soon as as soon as uh, Mr. Pillar said that, I went, "Oh, oh, you mean submit fraudulent data?" For Medicaid and Medicare? Well, now we're in criminal territory. So what Burks is doing is saying, hey, you want to save people's lives? Then you're going to implicate yourself in these crimes by committing federal felonies, such as 31 U.S. Another code. Another mob tactic. 
Another mob tactic. Subsection 3729. False claims. In general, subject paragraph two, any person who A, knowingly presents or causes to be presented a false or fraudulent claim for payment or approval, B, knowingly makes or uses or causes to be made a false record or statement material to a false or fraudulent claim, etc. It goes on. You get you get the gist. And yeah, that's a mob thing. Look, Pally, hey, you do this thing for me. You know, if you want, you know, you want that money for your people. Hey, guess what? I can drop a dime on you too. This mm-hmm. is just fucking mob shit. You, but it's our it's healthcare right, workers. It's our healthcare workers. I mean, you've got people there that are, yeah. you know, saving lives, not sleeping, desperately in tears every day. You see them on TV every day, and oh. and these people are having to firstly make choices as administrators. You got to decide. You know, am I going to save a life or I'm going to fill in the form for Dr. Burks today because she needs 124 data points and it's going to take an extra hour and a half. Am I going to use that time to have someone sit there do that or is someone going to save a life? Um, so there's that choice being made. And then on top of that, they're being threatened. They're being threatened with their funding if they don't do it. I mean, what is going on? The, the, this is no incentive to do uh, anything uh, are, at that point. Look, these are thugs. Mm. I, I why did I come out of the woodwork and start screaming on social media, mm-hmm. right? And create this whole thing over all these years and every single day do it because I know what organized crime is all about. I know what it is. And mm-hmm. when you have a crime family, two of them now, right? Trump's and Kushner's in the white house, this is the fish rots from the head. Mm-hmm. Everybody becomes a fucking thug. Everything's extortion. Everything's blackmail. Everything's a heavy. Every everything is is a is a entrapment op, right? A mm. blackmail op, right? Everything, everything is going to work this way. They're going to run shit this way, and even people who you know they're going to attract people in there that somehow that fits with their own sensibilities in some way to where they can justify it like a Dr. Books, Burks and next thing you know she's pushing people into the realm of criminality just so that they can fucking save lives mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. and doesn't even think of it that way because she needs right? the data yeah. someone told her that she needs the Whatever. data I mean it's you know she, I remember that time when she was giving that press conference and, and uh, Trump asked her about the injecting bleach. Was that the one he, the way he asked her? He asked her if that would be yeah. effective or one of those. And she didn't say no. And I, that was the moment I was like, God, there's, something wrong. The there's something wrong there. This is a doctor who's not giving advice that people need to hear. And then she's letting this man get away with telling people to do something that could kill themselves. And that's different. Do no than, harm, than... Dr. Burks. Mm, exactly. No. Do no but, harm, no. lady. Let's talk about whistleblowers there because it's it's one thing. Um, I just saw uh, it's the one year anniversary of uh, Colonel Alexander Vindman mm. coming out and and testifying to to tell us about this thing happening in Ukraine and the National Security Council and you know mobsters going out and replacing the State Department. Um, and his wife Rachel Vindman uh, is is on Twitter and saying, "Hey, it's the it's the uh, one year anniversary." She is fantastic of our uh, it's the one year anniversary of our family absorbing this hit from mm-hmm. having come out and, you know, from Colonel Vinman giving this this testimony. Right. Um, but you got to be really there are so many people who have seen stuff that that 
that just disgusts them, scares them when they have a security clearance. And they're in a, it's, that's why there has to be very defined whistleblower um, statutes and procedures because guess what? Right. That Ed, Ed Snowden shit that they're like, oh, this is how he's a whistleblower. No, he's not. He's a traitor. That's, that's different. That's you got to be able to go through the, and then they, they started stopping the pipes where whistleblowers could say, Hey, I've seen something horrible in the intelligence community. That's got to stay in this little pipe between ODNI and Adam Schiff or whoever's mm-hmm. the chair of house and intelligence. This is different lady. This is, you took the Hick, Hippocratic oath. You're sitting there. And some goomba from Queens says, Hey, maybe we'll just, you know, inject bleach into ourselves. You get up if you have a medical license, honey, you get up and you leave the fucking room mm-hmm. right then and there. You get a Twitter account and you go, fuck this, because maybe you have a clearance for some stuff, but nobody needs a clearance to, to spill the secret that maybe injecting bleach ain't going to help you. Mm-hmm. For, for, this is not a comp. Do you agree? Is this a complicated uh, security matter? Don't inject bleach. It's so easy to to do that, and it it so bugs me that she remains there. Even this, you know, she does not that experience in respiratory diseases either. It's not oh. her specialty, so she's just you know she's, she's got experience, and she's a military person. So just that comes with her own sort of like things. But you know, military people are fantastic, of course, and they there's no reason why that would be an issue. But the the history she has with the with PEPFAR was really the other thing that struck me is that she does not you know if she's been described by people in that field as authoritarian and dictatorial and uh, overly demanding, well, then it's scientists and doctors, people who are very careful about what they're saying. They're not just saying yeah. words. Um, they're saying that for a reason. And, you know, I, I spoke to a couple of uh, of the whistleblowers that are out there. They're scared. I wouldn't say scared. There is a concern around speaking out more because, you know, we've had a few. We've had Dr. Bright. We've had the, the woman in, uh, in Florida who spoke up against DeSantis. Um, there's the uh, Mike Pence person who was on that committee. A lot of those people, you know, they came out. They said their bit, like that like Colonel Vindman. And then what happens? Then they get left out, you know, left out in the cold. They, they can't find jobs that easily because the job market is tough anyhow. But also they've got this thing hanging around, you know, where they maybe will can, you know, upset the the administration or something if they get hired by somebody. So, you know, you've got, it, it's not easy to, to be a whistleblower. It really isn't. And even after no. they've, they've done it, to, to come on and, and re-air those grievances, that's not something they relish. It's not something that they're looking to do. So if anyone thinks that they're looking for their, you know, five minutes of glory, they're definitely, they're definitely not. Um, no. I always like to leave something nope. for the end. And I mean, this won't surprise anybody here, I don't think, but... Um, so here's two pictures, I think taken on the same day. It's Jared Kushner meets Bibi Netanyahu and Peter Thiel meeting Bibi Netanyahu. What? No yeah. way. Yeah, because they both, they both like Bibi Netanyahu. And, um, and you know, you'll recall as well that uh, Thiel has some involvement in that carbon uh, company. Um, he yeah. was a funder of that. Remember, Jeffrey Epstein was there too. Yeah, uh, we, we remember. And the whole of the Israeli uh, Defense Forces uh, Intelligence Secretariat, as well as this, uh, Victor Vexelberg. You might remember him. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. So there's we there's a. There's all that. Those are all interesting. And here's the here's the here's the kicker is that if, if Trump actually met Thiel through Kushner, Kushner and uh, Thiel were friends first, and uh, it's uh, Kushner who introduced Trump to to uh, to Thiel. So it's something you probably haven't heard before. Um, 
interesting information uh, to share at the end of this, but it does make you think about Teal's loyalties or objectives a little bit more. You're, you're always so subtle. You're so subtle and nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a counterbalance to the two of us. Be, can I say something? Yeah. I, I, I want a new title. Uh, let's just get this out. Uh, Kushner, as, as stupid and disaster prone as he is, he is Mossad's idiot station chief in the United States. He apparently <laughs> against... He's their station chief. He's the he worst... Tra- no, he's the, the idiot. He's, yeah. Station but, but he's yeah. an idiot station chief. There's no doubt there's a I mean, probably at the embassy, <laughs> you know, or wherever that I used to live next to. Right. And yeah. you'd go by that. You would drive by on a cell phone call. Every time you drove by your phone, your phone call dropped, uh, whatever. So there's probably some uh, the real Mossad one. And there's, you know, you know, idiot remedial uh, Intel station chief. And that's, you know, and that's Jared. You can do you it, Jared. Jared. You can do the that's Intel ops. I don't Forget know. I said that. He's doing terrible yeah. until until up right now. So uh, you know, you look at the slide again, just because it's so interesting. Uh, there's yeah. uh, there's uh, uh, his friend Alex. Does he's college friend Alex Bowler? I think that was his college friend who was no. doing the Adam. testing. Yeah, yeah. Adam, sorry, Adam Bowler. Yeah, that's his roommate. Yeah, that's roommate. And he was in charge of the Kodak thing. Where Kodak? Yes. Oh, we're gonna fire up the chemical plant. Oh, oh wait, uh, okay. Yeah. Before that, he was yeah, doing so testing. He was doing the testing, and that didn't work either. So he's, he's wow. done so well at that that now they've kept him on it for domestic manufacturing, along with Trump's uh, trade person. And then there's Esper Azar, who's just basically pointless. And uh, that's it. That's that's who's running your defense, people. The FEMA <sighs> guy. That's who's running your defense against this incredibly complicated and killer virus. And just... It's like it's a conspiracy with the same names of of main conspirators who have no choice anymore. And now their final act, uh, you know, as we're within days of showing, you know, this incredible outpouring of democratic fervor from the American people, which is uh, we've had a hell of a lot of bad news and bad, you know, analysis of bad things here tonight. But luckily in the backdrop compared to the past months and years uh, working together. Um, we get a great backdrop, which is mm. that the people are voting in droves. Young people are voting. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been describing the horror, and you don't have to understand all the complexities that Team Puke and Team Cry understand. You just need to know, I don't like this, and vote for Joe and Kamala, and uh, we can start the process of unfucking all of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. I, have, I have something important, yeah, actually. I need to, I, I forgot that I, I promised I would say this. So, um, Please go to my timeline, and I'll um, I'll retweet it again as well. But there are certain states where, as if you've been following along of like the sort of fuckery around um, mail-in ballots and the time to get your mail-in in time, and then they're coming back. Oh, I didn't request it in time, so I'm not going to get it in time. And now we have Supreme Court rulings coming down for, for certain states of. Um, thanks to Brett Kavanaugh and some others of, you know, nope, we, we're not going to count. This state doesn't have to count ballots past election, um, which is basically screwing all of our troops and everyone overseas that that mails in their ballots uh, mm-hmm. in some of these states. So um, so there, don't think that the military isn't feeling the hit of this, right, that all of a sudden their vote's not going to count um, in the process that they have no choice over, right, if they're stationed overseas of mailing something in. But... There, I want everyone to pay very close attention to your own state and your state's rules. And right now we need a spotlight on Pennsylvania 
and on mail-ins because it looks like as of five o'clock Eastern time tonight, your mail-in uh, sort of was your mail-in deadline in terms of getting into the uh, getting it into the mail. So know whether or not you need to, even if you have a mail-in ballot, you might have to go and hand deliver that and give it in person and find an in-person place to do that. Um, for, for Pennsylvania specifically tonight, not that I'm from Pennsylvania, but I, the folks there talking to me, um, I'm gonna retweet something on my timeline, go to my timeline. If you're in Pennsylvania, if you have your mom is in Pennsylvania, your dad, your friends, and they, they think they can still mail their ballot in, uh, you might want to hurry up and get them some information right away of what they need to do with their ballot so that it will be counted. Um, and then there's even districts within Pennsylvania that are specific of the kinds of counting. You, you know, if the more we can do paper, the better, everybody. Um, so I'll put that up on my timeline again. Please look. And that's that. at Lincoln's Bible without the apostrophe and without the space there, but uh, at Lincoln's Bible on Twitter, of that's course. That's right. Uh, that's right. And uh, so that's important information. We are one week away. This time next week, we will be hopefully gathered here and uh, declaring a new president of the United States. Um, if not, I'm going to cry, but it'll be okay. Um, I'm coming to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. I got to. I got, uh, it, it, it looks like yeah. it's going to be okay. And uh, keep keep up the effort, keep okay. up the voting effort and keep up the um, pressure on your on your senators, on your administrators in hospitals. The CDC should be back in charge of the testing. And it's sorry, not the testing, the data collection. They should okay. be in charge of this. There's no reason for this new company without this experience and balance here and all their weirdness. They, we do not need them right now in this pandemic. This pandemic can be well handled by the CDC if they just let them do their job. And we need to get pressure on on the government and the and on Congress, Congress people to really work hard to get this on getting this more attention because it's disastrous if this continues um, along this along this road. Um, clearly, these guys are not capable of doing their job, and that's all we've got for you tonight. Eric, do you want to say anything else before we go? What do you say? Strap in. Strap in. All right. All right. Thanks very much for joining stay us on, frosty. on Narrative Live. Stay frosty. You can catch That's Eric Garland's so uh, podcast, Game Theory Today, which had a great episode today come out. So um, check that out. And we'll be back Friday with the after show. A little bit spooky, a little bit scary. Hope you'll join us then. Have a good night, everybody. Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. on Narrative Live, but we have partnered with AdvertiseCast to handle our advertising and sponsorship requests. They're great to work with, and they'll help you advertise on our show. Please email sales at advertisecast.com or visit our show notes page. You'll find that in your podcast player where we describe what's on this week's show. Do you want to advertise on Narrative Live?